God bless you all. Good morning. This is Brooke. I just want to say praise God. We have a new day. I'm going to sip on my coffee. I just went and dropped my nephew off to work. This is the kind of fun stuff when you actually live by family, like biological family. But you could do this anywhere, really. You just got to make yourself uh, available, you know, if you can. So, good morning. God bless you. It's sunny. It's beautiful. I just wanted to share something about the grace of God and what God was sharing with me yesterday about how to deal how to not take things personal. Q-tip, right? Quit taking things personal. Quit taking it personal. Q-tip. When someone just, they're just cross towards you. And is it, are they cross towards you because it's a spiritual matter? Or are they cross towards you because both parties, or, or maybe you're acting in your flesh, or both parties are acting in their flesh? And what do you do when you perceive that someone crosses you and you're in the spirit and you're walking by the spirit and walking by faith and they still cross you? How do you reconcile that situation and walk in grace and forgiveness? So the situation is I ended up getting COVID. I know this is like the third time that I got COVID since the pandemic started and each time it's been not quite as virulent meaning like the 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 strength of it hasn't been enough to make me as sick as I was the first time which that's the you know better thing about COVID right now is people are some people dumb it down and they'll be like well it's just a simple cold well for some people it's not a simple cold for me it was but it wasn't at the same time not this last time but I knew I had COVID because when I get COVID, my teeth hurt and the, my facial bones hurt. And when I say my teeth hurt, it's not like a toothache. It's like the, the bony parts of your teeth. I've never felt it before. I've never been able to feel that part of my body before, only when I've had COVID. So this is, this is that. And my son's been sick too, and we're recovering. So initially COVID years ago, you had two weeks off. And then it transformed into 10 days off, then it transformed into five days off. And somewhere it just like kind of tapped itself from the 10 day. I personally think the seven day mark is a good mark to be off. And this is, I'm gonna share this reason. Number one reason is when I was sick the second time, seven days was just about right. And about this time as well. So, what happened was I let my work know, my boss, hey, I got COVID. She kind of figured out the days and she said, you should be able to come back Tuesday. I'm like, okay, you know, I should, right? That's what the guidelines said, five days. I should be able, I'm planning. So I went throughout the weekend, went throughout Monday. I felt like, okay, I'm like, you know, I, I'm going to rest tonight and see how I feel tomorrow and I'll be able to make it in and I'm off on Wednesday so I'll just get through the day it was going to be a very busy day just so you know (laughs) I looked at my schedule the week prior 
and it was like, whoa, Brooke. Tons and tons of physicals. And without belaboring the point, those are long, hefty visits, and they're just back to back to back. So I knew I needed, like, a good amount of mental stamina to get through that day. Woke up Tuesday, and I said, nope. My body said, nope. Prayed on Monday. I said, Lord, if there's any way, I'm going to walk this out in faith, because we're always walking by faith, and we forget that sometimes during the day, in, in every decision. And I said, Lord, on Monday, if there's any way to just cut this day short, please cut it short, or cancel it altogether, or you know, move my patients, do something, Lord, you know, like, I can't really deal with this right now. I'm not feeling the best. So I'm going to wait on you, Lord. And then I prayed that prayer. Well, of course, my flesh started getting anxiety about it, thinking about it. And I was like, you know, I better just call the office and see if the the scheduler or the front end (coughs) gal can you know, shimmy around my schedule a little bit, you know, lighten the load, move some patience, close the afternoon, you know, it's just devising all this stuff, and then the Holy Spirit, because I'm always praying, Holy Spirit, quicken, quicken in me, so stop me from going in my flesh, and help me keep walking in the Holy Spirit, let me not resist you, let me yield to you, Holy Spirit, so, Holy Spirit, like, he promised, he's faithful, but what do you, you know, this, I just had this little dialogue, like, okay, so you just prayed a prayer, now you don't hear anything back, so now you're just going to, what, take stuff in your own hands again, and then call and try to finagle it through? Why don't you wait on what I'm trying to do? So, you know, that's kind of what I felt like the Holy Spirit was telling me. So if you're right, i got to just let this roll. I can't call. So then I didn't feel too sick the night before, and I woke up, though, and I was not feeling well whatsoever I felt tired and weak and my brain like brain fog and I said oh no 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 I can't do that today I can't do this today so then I went through a series of letting them know and I got kind of you know it's always like irritating when someone doesn't show up to work especially a provider because there's no one to take a patient. You have to just cancel them all. And it's very inconvenient. Think about it. If you've been waiting for your appointment for months and you have questions that you want and and all of a sudden they're like, oh, we got to push it out and then it's pushed out for two weeks or something. Like it's very, it is very inconvenient. I understand that. And I, so I can't do it. And so I got this text back about, well, you should have just let me know last night. Should have been thinking about that. And I said, well, what? I wanted to, but I was hoping to feel better in the morning. So then the other partner from the business, he texts back and he goes, you know, she was like, now the doctor has to cancel all of her plans today. She was going to, she was at church and she has to cancel that. She was going to be interviewing for more uh, nurse practitioners or providers because I'm leaving. So, yeah, so she's going to be hiring because I'm moving, going back to California, which is a whole other adventure as well. And uh, sorry, I'm going to sip on my coffee. So then 
I'm just like, I can't, I just can't come in. There was nothing to respond in my flesh. I wanted to be like, you know what? I don't feel well. And my kid is sick as well. I'm going to stay home. And I just didn't respond because it is what it is. But I got to thinking, here I am working with this woman who's Catholic. That's okay. I love Catholic people. I love anybody who says that Jesus is the only way. Jesus is their Lord and Savior. And through Jesus, you know, he is our high priest. And, you know, I could go on a little bit more, but those are the fundamental basics without going on in that area. So she knows that I go to a Christian church. And here she is inconvenienced by, this is why Jesus prayed that we would be one, that we would all just be in one. She's inconvenienced, and I, she is inconvenienced, because it is an inconvenience that I'm sick and I can't work. So she had to work for me Monday. Now she's got to pick up and work for me Tuesday, and she's going to miss her church function. So this is where, like, grace comes in. So first of all, grace. She, God, we didn't, we can't, we can't do anything for him. It's all about the grace that he gives us and the free gift of salvation. Like, we can't earn, you can't earn grace. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm Christian, she's Catholic, we both do we both profess the same Jesus? I'm sure we both believe in Jesus. And she's, I'm the body. She's the body of Christ. I'm the body of Christ. Christ is the head. How is it that in her mind she sees it better to, to go to whatever church function she was going to do? I don't know what she was going to do. But can she not have, got, not give me grace? for being sick, which is not even my fault. Can she not give me grace? Can the church that she's organized, the the group that she's going to, can they not give me grace? Be like, okay, she's sick. You know, we just got to understand that this is the situation. We're just going to give her grace and not act with bitterness or in shaming or in unforgiveness or in frustration or in anger and just give them grace and just, do what we need to do to get through this until she gets better. Can you give me grace? But then the Lord reminded me, Brooke, give her grace because she's not acting as one should with the body. In the body of Christ, there's no Jews, there's no Greeks, right? There's, there's, uh, we're all one in Christ. There's no Catholics, there's no denominations, there's, you know, Protestants, Charismatics, Cessationists, you know, there's none of that. And that all of that is man's doing. And I, my heart is just sad that she doesn't see <clears throat> that she didn't miss out on church that day. She did serve the body. She served me. I'm the body. And she served Christ that way. So she didn't miss out on church. She was the church doing what the church does. And Christ came to serve. 
but then the grace also had to extend. I had to have grace, too, because she's operating without forgiveness and without grace. <clears throat> so I have to have grace, like, because she's not there. She's not there in one in Christ and in perfect love. So, Brooke, you got to have grace over her. So it's like grace upon grace. And it's just such a unique position to be in. But the Lord was also sharing with me how to strengthen myself with Christ when people don't, they simply are not going to like what you do. I don't feel that me not working with operating in my flesh. My flesh is sick, but I can't work. And she didn't like it because it inconvenienced, and it probably made patients inconvenienced, too. But I'm not going to take it personal because it is the situation that it is. There is no convenient time to be sick. And I was thinking about how when people are angry with you, when they get frustrated with you, you just got to quit taking it personal because it's, she's not frustrated with me. She's frustrated with the with the spirit, like with all the, you know, you're frustrated with a spirit of infirmity. Well, that's not of me. I'm a godly child, you know what I mean? I have to just be obedient to what the Father says. And if the Father's telling me rest, then I have to rest. And so now you're going against what the Father is trying to do. And um, I'm looking at this like this. God was just sharing with me how when people are inconvenienced in life, how they easily just get how they easily just get angry at Him. And he was just sharing with me how to strengthen myself during that time and to quit taking it personal. Not that it doesn't, you know, hurt your heart that someone's upset or, you know, you don't like to see someone in angst and, and frustration because you know there's a better way. But you can't take it personal to where you're bogged down for the day. It's distracting you because that is just, I think, a tool from the devil to keep you distracted from what's still constantly what the Father is doing in your life. Like when we're walking in the Spirit and I said, I'm praying, quicken my spirit to what the Holy Spirit is doing in every moment in time. So that's just where it's at. And... I just pray that people, when they profess to to be Catholic or Christian, and Jesus is our Lord and Savior, we have to just take the scriptures and live by them. I think it's in Luke, or is it Luke? No. Is it Luke 14 or John 14? Or perhaps John 17. Maybe John 17 will 
Jesus is praying and he prays for himself. He prays for his disciples and he prays for the body. And he says distinctly two or three times that they would be one. And the greatest commandment is to love the Lord your God and love your neighbor as yourself. There's sacrifice to that. So sacrifice of the flesh. And so my prayer is, you know, that people would be one in Christ. And if you're going to proclaim Christ, you can't proclaim a religion. you got to proclaim Christ and walk it out. So that is just my prayer. And I really hope and pray that this person moves from just being religious to experiencing the relationship and the fullness of Jesus Christ. Amen? Amen.